Welcome to Bitches Love Brunch. This is Kiana. This is your girl, Courtney. Um, and welcome back to Brunch with us, everybody. Courtney, how are you doing today? I am awesome today. Awesome? That's a good word. It is. It's the word I've been using today. You know, sometimes you just got to hype yourself up. <laughs> so even if you're not so, awesome... <laughs> I was gonna ask that. That was my next question. So, are you really awesome, or are you like hyping? No, I really awesome. am awesome. I mean, right now in this moment, I'm a little tired, but all in all, the day was amazing. So, that's that's pretty good. You know, I, I have this coworker. Um, I ask. I always ask her, like, "Hey, how's your day?" And I rarely see her because she works um, in Memphis, but. Um, she, she always responds, you know, Kiana, I hardly have bad days. And I'd be like, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a co-worker. I'm like that too, though. But I don't know if that's just like, you know, at work, I'm like, um, one, y'all really don't need to know if I'm having a bad day. But yeah, I'm normally like that too. Like, I really can't complain. I really am blessed. Like... You be having some low moments, but all in all, I really have like a, a bad day. But I used to have this one coworker that would always be like, I'd be like, hey, such and such, how you doing today? And she would just always respond, oh, you know, just living the dream. I'd be like, okay, girl, you living the dream every damn day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. She's like, I never have bad days. I'm like, you know what? That's a positive outlook. You go, girl. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, let's recap our last brunch. So, our last brunch, Courtney and I talked about submission. Thank you guys um, for commenting or sending us DMs or sending unnecessary text messages. <laughs> Y'all um, are so mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still petty and I'm still holding on to that. Um, thanks for letting us know what you guys thought in terms of like our topic and um, for those who posted and made it known, thanks for letting us, you know, share that with everybody else. So, thanks for being great, guys. So, we talked yeah. about submission and being submissive to your man, your husband, excuse me, which can be your man, but your mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that was a pretty good topic. What, I don't, yeah, the second topic escaped me. It, it escapes me. But uh, we just going to stick to well. it. was about submission. <laughs> And I want to shout out the people that, like, I mean, and that's kind of what Kiana just said, and maybe that's this um, mall back talking, but, um, because I even got, like, responses afterwards, and people were like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have seen this earlier, so don't worry, y'all, we'll be doing stuff like that again, hopefully, hopefully, you know, interacting with you guys so that you can be engaged with us and chime in on these topics as we record and whatnot, but thanks for the love. Yes, we appreciate it. I'm just like, oh, people really be listening. This is so funny. So. <laughs> right, I'm like, I don't really be having shit to say, but y'all be listening. <laughs> y'all do. It's so cool. Okay. Well, let's pass the mimosa. Um, Courtney, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking some Malbec. Um, it is very dry. <laughs> But I've already so for those who don't know, that's wine and not a Maybach a car. Okay, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I appreciate you doing that because you know it's somebody out there like what she had a Maybach. Right, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> them bitches got money. <laughs> she got money. No. Right. <laughs> I just got a nice little bottle of wine. So, no. But it's, I mean, it looks like communion, but it is, um, <laughs> it's very dry. And I'm not really a dry wine type of person, but um, I'm going to drink it today. I'm not either, but I find like the drier the wine, which I only go to um, Cabernet's, the driest I'll go. But the drier the wine, the drinker I get. Yes, and that's why I chose to keep drinking. I was like, but I'm going to sit here and take this buzz, though. I'm okay right. with that. Mm-mm-mm. What we do for liquor, I tell you. It's sad, but you know what? I'm not ashamed. Not ashamed one bit. Don't Kiana, be. what are you drinking today? Wow, um, wow. We had a <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you are so petty. Um, I went to a Christmas happy hour, so I had two beers there, so I'm okay. I'm not drinking anything on the show tonight. Guys, last weekend I had an episode and it was straight it was definitely like a rerun from OU I drank and I don't even think I drank that much but here in Nashville it's this place um that people go to called what's it called Limelight and it's a little ratchet but like if you go early you can miss like the younger people plus like people from TSU and stuff aren't in Nashville right now so you don't really see a lot of the college kids so it's more so like people coming home and visiting and so I went, and um, I went during a time where it was buy one, get three drinks free. Pause. We just need to pause on that because I want everybody to understand what you just said. <laughs> I was just, buy I was sitting here, drink. I was sitting here waiting for you to get to that part. I was like, because I need them to understand why you were the way you were come Saturday morning. Oh and my I, God. I, I feel like, so oh, done. you used to have some deals, you know, $5 pictures, the fish bowls, all of that. But buy one get three get three so in addition to buy one and getting three they open up this buffet like early i've never gone this early because i usually go later so i usually probably get there maybe around the buy one get one because it goes down every hour so it's buy one get three buy one get two buy one get one and um yeah it changes every hour so i went early where it was the buy one get three and they open up the a fucking booth a buffet so, girl, they had ribs, they had green beans, <laughs> they had corn, they had um, some rolls. Bitch, they even had the nerve at the end of the line to had dessert. They had cake. They had everything. And I was just like, I don't understand why y'all giving away this food for free. But then by the time I stumbled my ass home, I was like, oh, I see why people need to eat because That's what I was, they I was about to say. I'm going to tell you like All I told you before. They knew exactly what they were doing. It's buy one, get three free. You got to feed it. <laughs> like they I said, didn't we just know. Gonna, we just going to set out this free I food. I just didn't know I was going to be that drunk. I had no idea that that was happening to me. And then the next day I woke up and it was just, it was curtains for me. I they really wanted a banana you... bag. A what? You know, like the IV bags, the fluids that they give you in the hospital? I wouldn't want one of those. Because usually after you finish your whole bag of fluids, you feel so good. And that's what I wanted. I just wanted something to bring me back to life. 
And yeah. I was like, if anybody, like, how the fuck think you get your hands on medicine that makes crystal meth, but you mean to tell me you can't get me a fucking banana bag? You don't get no drugs in it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all. She FaceTimed me the next day and she looked like she needed that IV. So. Yo, I was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Uh, and that's an understatement like I haven't had a hangover like that in a very 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 long time so and every time this uh, happens she swear up and down she's not doing it no more but we going home in a couple weeks or well by the time a few days a few days yeah at the time of this recording and I already told her she already knows what it is it may not be with me but we know what happens when we go home and we see our friends so I'm just like, letting you know. I've already tapped out, and I was. I'm not even there. I'm not playing those uh, games. You annoying. My coworkers lucky. I had two beers today, and it was only because the beer was like half grapefruit, half cider, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll do that because alcohol just is not for me." Okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs> we passed the mimosas, Courtney. I'm gonna go ahead and toss it to you. You got the quote for this week. I do. I'm actually really excited about the topics that we have today. Um, And so this quote comes from an article that I read maybe yesterday and on the heels of the election in Alabama. And (laughs) of course, I just had it. Oh, here it is. Black people, particularly black women, were not placed on this earth to rescue white people from themselves. Originally, when I read this, I was like, (laughs) two doggone snaps. Two snaps to that. So, I guess I will go ahead and launch off, like, where this, um, this quote came from and the topic. And... As most of you know by now, after the Alabama uh, election with, what's his name, Roy Moore, um, and Mm -hmm. him losing to Doug Jones, um, all of the numbers and whatnot came out and just, you know, showed that black women came out as a force to be reckoned with in this election. And they pretty much saved Alabama. Well, this article was pretty much just like, you know, this is great and all. This is what we do. This is what we've been doing. But black women don't exist to save you. And you meaning mm. <laughs> white people. Like, but they've been of that notion for some time. You know what I mean? Like, we were here to save them economically, to raise their children. So they still have this notion or this thought that. We're here to save you. And because you're not doing the legwork, don't worry about it because black women will do it for you. And I'm all like, you can forget that. We need to be about saving ourselves. And that will go into a different topic. <laughs> um, so I think, I mean, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to ask you whatever you were getting ready to say I anyway. Think that, I think that's speaks to what I was telling you and it wasn't the last episode I think it was the episode before that when we were talking about um the super woman syndrome mm, when I was mm-hmm. telling you I was like white I said Courtney they don't cape for us they, <laughs> they don't. don't and statistics show time and time again like they don't and the fact of it the fact of the matter is 
I'm not ashamed that white women are doing this. I'm just ashamed that another woman is doing this. Like, that's a pedophile that you voted for. Right. Trump, too. Trump, Trump, like, y'all voted for fucking Trump, too. And so let's not dismiss the fact that y'all don't stand up for women regardless. No, that's very accurate. And we agreed on that. Um, They're not checking for us and they're not out here to save us. They're out here to save themselves. So when these, um, when these marches and these protests start, like it is for the best interest of themselves. We just so happen to sometimes reap a minimal benefit of it. And they like it when we're there to show up in numbers and represent. But if they had anything to do with it, no, we would not reap those benefits. Not in the way that they do. This is truth. Um, Something else that I thought was interesting. A homeboy of mine had posted on Facebook. He um, made a really good point about recognizing, I guess if you go a little further in detail oh my goodness this always happens i gotta stop drinking on air because sometimes i need to burp but i'm not gonna do it i I mean do you not burp is it not a natural thing i mean i I do but like it's very quiet no i'm not about to burp like that but i think it's it's, i burp i think you're trying to belch okay (laughs) sure let's not do this okay (laughs) sure no, but one of my homeboys, he just made um, a really good point and also recognizing that if you go, if you look further into the details of the white women that supported um, Roy Moore, they were like 60 plus. <laughs> so we're talking about these. Old, yes, we're talking about these old head women that they clearly came and showed out too. But they're also they're also of a different age group and of a different time and of a different mentality. And I'm not I'm not excusing that by any means, but just recognizing the type of impact that that has because we still have these old hair races, sexist folk that are out there, and this is what they believe. Like, yeah, go ahead and let this pedophile, racist pedophile, win. We don't care. That's not how my. I think those are the people who are voting based off of um, like one cause that's going on. Like maybe he's still for like I don't know. Maybe they they can only stand behind people who don't want to see gay marriage. Like they just look beyond the way that it could affect other people. Like those people are just so loyal to basically like parties. That they just vote within that party. And at the same time, like, you also have to recognize, like, there are Republicans who aren't even siding with Republicans right right now. Right. Because it's so fucked up. But yet you still have these citizens who aren't educated enough or who don't want to educate themselves on these different topics. And they just vote Republican because they feel like, you know, they've always done that. It's, It's more so, like, ritual for them. But I think they're also loyal to that mindset. Like, they're not bothered that, excuse me, that he's racist. That does not oh, move you know. them. <laughs> like, party or no they party. They don't give a fuck if he's racist. But right. they don't give a fuck if he touched their daughter. <laughs> Some might. Apparently not these 65-year-old women. 
not the yeah, white women. Some of the women don't think that it'll happen to them. Exactly. Which in fact it does. But that that's why they particularly don't care for us because our issues don't affect them. And so until it affects them or affects somebody close to them, that's when they're deciding to march. That's when they're deciding to, you know, protest and do those things like that. Right. When it starts affecting their income, their home, whatever, that's when it's on them. This is getting ready to be... Yeah, but that's not our country like we're the we're supposed to be the united states of america like we we're supposed to be united in this and we just <laughs> but we just honey we were built on false pretense like a oh, girl <laughs> we, like united has like that was never the case not when not when you're but displacing that was supposed people to be the case after the civil war like that was the whole purpose after it, I mean, it was just America, and then after the Civil War, we're supposed to be the United States of America, which it just never worked. Mm-mm. So, I have a random question that's related, but kind of not related. Um, also, in the article, it mentioned about the hashtag, which I actually had not seen it, but I guess after um, the election. This hashtag started going around, hashtag trust black women. And so, essentially, I think the, I don't, I actually don't even know who wrote this article. So maybe I should um, speak on that first. Whoever wrote this article didn't necessarily have a qualm with it, but it was just kind of like, you know, she had an issue with the hashtag because the meaning of it was changing and turning into, you know, allow black women to do the work with you, for you, allow black women to do the work for little pay, little to no pay for you. But I guess my question is, what do you think about, you know, hashtags that go around? Because it's always something, right? We always hashtag in Trayvon Martin. We always hashtag in Tamir Rice. I just feel like there has also been this back and forth or this conversation about, like, the, the social media, that doesn't do anything. Like, I'm tired of doing hashtags. I'm tired of sending that around because what are you really doing? Like, you can make a post about it, but what are you really out there doing in your community? You know what I'm saying? What are your yeah, thoughts I think on we that? Talk, we, we talked about that once before. I mean, I have mixed feelings about social media. I think it's a great way to stay connected. I think that is a wonderful opportunity. If you have a platform to build a business, I mean, we probably wouldn't have a lot of the listeners that we have if it wasn't for social mm-hmm. media. Um, it is just this free marketplace. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really can't excel certain things. But in but in this arena, like when we're talking about creating hashtags for like public advocacy or civic change, stuff like that. Um, I think it's great to bring aware. I think it's great to bring awareness, but those I don't. I don't really find a lot of. Mo, I don't find a lot of momentum in hashtags. I think the hashtags are great, like I said, for awareness. But like the work is be it goes beyond the hashtag. Like life is life is outside of social media. Life is outside of those fucking applications. Like that's where, that's when life really starts. It, it That's when it determines whether you're a good person, whether you're an advocate, whether you're consistent, whether you're kind. I mean, it's so many things. You can be so many things on social media that you're not in real life. And I think that a lot Say of that. people, um, 
not necessarily hide behind hashtags or social media, but they create these personas that they actually aren't. And life isn't about that. I'm just a really big proponent of, you know, we we live this life for a few different reasons. Like, I really believe that, um, you know, we're here for the glorification of, of God. And, like, if you aren't doing these good deeds and really caring about Trayvon Martin or donating to his... um foundation i say you have to do that but like really taking a stand for something like putting some action behind that then you're doing a disservice to everybody like what Mm -hmm. you here for Mm -hmm. to post on social media like life is life is happening behind your phone you got to put that shit down right literally life is happening and i think um i was telling my coworkers this today and i was just like you know we're the first generation where people are like comparing our lives to each other after not seeing their friends for 10 years. Like normally people didn't see each other for 10 years and just ran into each other. Like, Oh, hey girl, how you been? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We're the first, first generation that comes with all of these effects of social media. And I just can't wait to see like the psychological studies that happen about social media and the impact that it's had on our society because we put a lot of weight on it and I don't think a lot of I don't think the weight really needs to be um behind social media. I just I think it's all a facade. I kind of agree too like or I would like to see us expand on the weight that is put on social media. So like use that tool, use that feature for good. So like if so like back to this hashtag in particular you know the article was saying like you know if you're posting or liking a tweet that says um you know hashtag trust black women all for a like then you can kind of you know you can kind of keep that you know what i mean don't post it just just to get a like and then not do anything about it but if you're talking about how these likes can translate into something else and you know to your point awareness and what that looks like but let's 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 move this needle a step further and say okay for every like we're gonna do this for you know this organization we're gonna donate this much for this organization or we're gonna commit this much time and this much this much resources to this organization like let that translate into something but if y'all are just sitting here talking about some okay hashtag for the quote for the culture hashtag you know Trayvon Martin you can keep that if you're just liking it just for the likes or if you're posting it just for the likes you can keep that I don't really want it you know what I mean because my intent behind those things when I'm posting stuff is to that point of bringing awareness to it so that we can go back and further that work but put it yeah, on these facades I just facades. think that we need to put some more action behind it and, it and it could be very like innovative things that we can contribute to social media like for every woman who went out or anybody who went out and liked a picture with a hashtag like did you DM those people to make sure that they were registered to vote right <laughs> send like, them a has, message send be, them a link exactly <laughs> like it can't just be enough to post and I'm not saying that I'm the perfect social media um, user either um, so I'm not really here to point fingers, but I, I don't rely on social media for that either. I'm not trying to be a social media advocate. So, um, right. Um, I live my life the way that I want to live my life. I live the life that I live a life that I feel like I'm proud of, even if I don't get likes for it. Um, I think I had this conversation with one of our friends yesterday about like people who want to do good and like volunteer and stuff like that. And 
she brought up the fact that somebody was like volunteering or not even volunteering but like I guess donated something to like a homeless guy and was taking pictures with him and posting on social media but like you got to realize like that's great that you're doing that but that's humiliating for that person or it could be humiliating for that person they're at the lowest point of their right. life probably and you're sitting over here trying to get recognition if you want to be a good person be a good person um and just do it exactly <laughs> like what does it say like some what is that in the bible or am i making this up girl let what? me not let me be quiet so <laughs> I, I think i was about to make up Courtney, i think i was about to make up a whole ass scripture but i swear it was in the bible like no, let me it's be about to be a um, BLB scripture. Right, it's going to be a BLB scripture. But I think it's something about like good, like people don't have to see your good works. Like it, this is not for the accolades. It's really, really not. So um, I believe that same thing for what we're, I believe the same thing for what we're talking about. I'm sorry, I, I got to look this up because I need to know, was I really about <coughs> to like misquote the Bible like that? No, I, I feel was, like there is, look at me, I feel like there is something in there too, pretty much it's not for the accolades, like right. your good work that matters to God like that representation is for him and that needs to be genuine so to be you know I mean, it's one thing to, you know, want to post it to be an example and to, you know, to kind of spread that and, you know, to be like, you know, this is an example. You know, we just need to be kind to people. I get it and I understand wanting to spread that. Um, But your actions are going to speak for themselves. Like, I feel like that's almost similar to tithing. When When you sow into something, you'll get that back. And so when you sow into people... When you show them love, like you're going to get that back without having to post it on Instagram. <laughs> you're going to get that back without having to brag about it on social media, all for the likes. That's not what it's about. Like you're going, it's going to come back to you tenfold, regardless. Just go out there and you know do the good work that you've been doing. Did and you y'all, find I'm not it? saying we judge everybody looking. who posts shit on social media, but I'm saying right, and that's not the case either because. We do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll speak for myself. I do it. There are certain things that I post about, you know what I mean, that's in my personal life or, you know, that I do on a daily basis. But if one person liked it, I would not give two shits. If nobody liked it, I would not give two shits. (laughs) Like, let me just say this. That's just not what it's about. (laughs) You found it or you didn't. I sure did. I found it. it. I did not make it up. But uh, this quote would have not been quoted from the Bible. This would have been Kianified. It would have definitely not have said what it says in the Bible, but I was close. Okay. And I just want, for the record, I want to say that I did support you in this. Thank you. I appreciate that. We just, we are just not, you know as well read as we would like to be in this that's okay to you know on. i'm not perfect guys <laughs> yes. so um Mm-mm. y'all and we I, I, we we love the lord but i i promise y'all we won't read scripture every week <laughs> 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 it says watch out um don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others for you will lose the reward from your father in heaven when you give to someone the need don't do it as the hypocrites do blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity i tell you the truth they have received all the reward they will ever get 
But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private yes. and your father who sees everything will reward you. Matthew 6 and 1. Ooh, ooh, I did know. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. I knew you wasn't wrong. I was like, I knew you wasn't wrong, but... I was like, I know this is biblical. I know, unless one of my yeah, girls told right. me this. <laughs> yes. I was like, and if it ain't biblical, shoot, it should be. Let me write a new, um, right. a new Let book. Let me add that. Right. <laughs> right, the new revised. And it will only be a paragraph because I ain't got much to say. Right. So. I ain't that committed right. to writing them books. But yeah, I just had... I was like, I gotta look this up. And you should see what I Google too. What I Google, you knew no, I, I, you know I... You know I didn't know what I was talking you about. You pieced that together. Yes, you pieced that together. And it's okay. But I bet I you said, somebody else Googled it. Yeah, I said, good deeds don't need attention. Bible verse. <laughs> <laughs> that was straight Keanu Fine. Oh, that was so black. <laughs> that was so black, and I love it. I didn't know what else I to love Google. It. I just knew it was in the Bible. I had to figure it out. I love it. That's hilarious. Okay, yeah. so I have one other thing to say on this, and um, Kiana, you will know about this. But um, so on the topic of trust black women, ugh, my blood is about to boil just getting ready to talk about it. I don't think I'm with black men. No. Oh, um, good. Because in case, it kind of does. But no, no, no. We're not, we're not doing that this week. Maybe oh, next yeah. week. You're right. Good, good. Okay. No, so I posted the statistics about um, the vote by race. And, you know, people were liking it. A couple oh, we really about to talk about him again? Yes, we are. But it doesn't have to be about him. It has to. It's more so about the comment because I am curious to know your thoughts on this. Um, so I had somebody, neither here nor there, who it is, say um, that based on the results by race, um, that this just goes to show that the voting was based on emotion and not by policies. And so I was like, okay, here you go because... I hate when people speak in like very definitive terms, like as if emotion was the only thing that, you know, these results were based on. And so, you know, I just let them know. I said, I disagree. I don't think that that's the only factor. I think it also shows that people were voting based on awareness because of things like social media, because it was going around like, hey, folks in Alabama, like this is a really big election. You need to be aware about what's going on. I mean, we saw or I saw news outlets and whatnot talking about people that really showed out in numbers and this was their first time voting just because they were aware about it you know what I mean right and so um I was like I don't think that it was just based on emotion and he was like oh well I a thousand percent disagree and I'm just like well feel free to explain because otherwise you're telling me that emotion was the only factor and that a vote isn't justified because it was based on emotion um, and then I got bothered because he was like, well, I was really talking about both sides, like with emotion on both sides. And I was like, you're not about to have me sit here and have to defend the other side because <laughs> that's not what I want to do right now. Right. I just want to take this win and go with it. But so my question or not maybe my question, but I thought I did think about it for a second. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it is 
some of it is based on emotion. But what's wrong with that? I don't I'm think like, it's nothing wrong with that. And then for two, I, I mean, I, I I work I work in data, so I I believe in mm-hmm. numbers. I believe in facts. How the fuck mm-hmm. can you prove that somebody voted based off of emotions? Right. <laughs> like, if you, if you are a thousand percent sure that they voted off of emotions, how? My right. nigga, how? So, I, I don't, you do I don't that really understand that. You did, he couldn't have. So, like, I think that everything that he said was just rooted in ignorance. Honestly, like, that's just flat-out ignorance. Like, you you think you have an opinion. And, I mean, you do have an opinion. It's a fucked-up one. But, um... You have an opinion and you just, you're an asshole. You just want to share it amongst people and discredit their own emotions or if they have any emotional ties to it. That's a female you're talking to on top of that. You know what I'm saying? So what right. happened if she has been sexually assaulted or anything? Like, he's just been absent-minded and he is an asshole. I, I know that you're friends with him, but I think he's truly insensitive and <laughs> in that he he's ignorant. Like, he's the perfect definition of ignorance. Like, how can you say that something is a thousand percent rooted in emotion? How? The facts are here. You can't. You can't say that. Like you're not a you're not a thousand percent sure. And if there were any emotions behind it, I think that it's smart that we do recognize we do start to recognize our emotions. If it makes you upset, and it should make you upset that somebody's a fucking pedophile. Right. Yes, you should acknowledge right. that emotion. If you are upset right. that somebody and you don't want to vote for them because they're a racist, absolutely acknowledge that emotion. So I think that I, I honestly the only word that I have for him is just flat out ignorance. I think he's completely ignorant. <laughs> so <laughs> Kiana Kiana knows a little bit of like some of the commentary that has come from this particular person. Um my reaction or I guess my prompt to it wasn't necessarily about besides the fact that he's he's not he is clearly not in tune with some things I can't even really say what but he he clearly is not in tune with some of the the plight of a minority whether it be a woman or a person of color He's not in tune with it. Um, I was more, you know, I really kind of took a step a step back because I'm constantly doing self-reflection. Like, okay, well, if it is based on emotion, then, you know, to me, there's nothing wrong with that. Because to me, that tells me you have some morals about yourself. <laughs> you have things that you value. However, I do feel like it could get dangerous from the other side, not necessarily ours, and maybe I'm being biased, but it could get dangerous from the other side if you are doing things solely in emotion because, and like you said, yeah, you can go ahead and recognize it in terms of, yeah, maybe you went with this person because you support that he's a racist or you don't care that he's a racist, but it gets dangerous when people are making those moves based on emotion that will harm someone else when they have an emotion start becoming so taboo like we're fucking human everybody has emotions right there's nothing right there's nothing wrong with having the emotion and you should be like and you're justified in that like your emotions are valid whoever whoever is coming from i I don't care i almost want to say that he's associating emotion with weakness and a lot of people associate emotions with women and so yeah, I just I just completely yes. think that he's an asshole. So <laughs> I I feel like you hit the nail on the head with that. Like 
Yes, I think he's associated, and that comes from also, you know, previous conversations, but I, I agree that he's associating emotion with weakness. In this case, though, I don't think emotion, but I also don't as- associate emotion with weakness, though. But Me I don't either. think emotion is is a bad thing unless it's causing harm to someone else. I feel like when we, if I'm voting and I'm voting with emotion and I don't want to vote somebody in because they're a racist pedophile, that's because I don't want to do harm to somebody else. Whereas you have somebody on the other side is that that's voting with emotion, but they don't care that this person could potentially do harm to someone else. And that's where it gets dangerous. I don't disagree that he's ignorant in some of these things. It's not about him, though. Um, so when when I saw that, it was just more so a point of like self-reflection for myself. Like voting with emotion is not bad and we don't need to deem it as such. Like and we you cannot don't. shoot somebody's we, we can't shoot somebody's vote or their reason for voting down because it was based on emotion and we don't even know if that's the case. <laughs> like and if it was in this case, I don't I actually don't care because he was a racist pedophile. I don't care. Now, if you don't know the policies of a person or what they're trying to do and bring in, yeah, it gets a little scary and dangerous. But in this case, I truly did not care because you're a pedophile. I wouldn't want you in office, and that's just that. We find everybody else left and right that's, you know, doing have, has all these sexual harassment cases. We letting them go. Why should you be in office? Absolutely not. Listen, the president's still in office. Still. still. And um, men... And I'm not saying that he's speaking for all men. Men, y'all have emotions too, and it's okay. Doesn't right. make you weak. Yeah, I actually probably need to learn how to communicate right. about those, but um, that's neither here nor there. Some so, of y'all don't know it, but it's fine. Right. Some damn niggas don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I was about to take off. <laughs> you haven't been wanting to take off I since just, before we started the show. And I just almost let it rip. I. <laughs> Literally, did. I literally just... I kind of really want you to let it rip because two weeks from now, it's not going to be as raw and fresh. And That's true. But you know, that's completely up to you. But you, yeah, you almost let one out. I did. I literally almost like had to grab my tongue. I would just say this, like, y'all need to start knowing y'all emotions. Y'all don't know whether y'all happy, sad, or confused. Y'all don't fucking know because y'all don't know how to uh, properly assess what emotion y'all experiencing. Y'all, it would do y'all some good to spend some time <laughs> with, with y'all emotions. And I'll let it rest. Next time. <laughs> this reminds, this reminds, I'm sorry. This reminds me of two things. What? Lord. This reminds me of when I had my tangent on the Corny Dudes episode. <laughs> yes, because you really... Oh, yes, you did. I'll be quiet. Yep. We don't need to repeat that. We <laughs> but, won't. I mean, it's already out there. We just don't need to readdress it. I'm glad this you got off on it, This also reminds me of... Yeah, I mean, and I would say it again, and... I will say it to whoever it needs to be said to. Um, the second thing you reminded me of when you said, and I'm going to let it rest. Uh, what's her name? Sharon Reed, who who let that Kathy Ray have it because she sent her an email and called her or tried to call her a nigger. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I know what she's talking about. Yes. Also, can, I know that I'm going off on a tangent, and this means we're going to extend this episode a little past an hour, but... Did anybody else peep that Sharon Reed um, is the chick that I guess was uh, LeBron's side girl? Was she? 
You know what? Yes, the that's thing her. is, I was like, I know that she was an anchor in Cleveland. Did not yes. put together that she was the one that. You know what? I won't give her the glory of saying that because you know Savannah is my bestie, so I ain't even doing it. <laughs> okay, you don't have to, and I like Savannah too. I actually like LeBron James now because I was not, I was not always here for him. It took a while to come back from that, but. Yes, I was on the phone with somebody and they were like, you know who Sharon Reed is, right? And I was like, what? Because the name sounds familiar. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. And I guess she had moved to Miami before they did. After all of that scandal, they get down there and now she's in Atlanta. I said, well, ain't that some shit? And now she just on social media clapping back. I said, I'm not mad at you, Sharon Reed. I'm here for you. I mean, right. don't go messing with LeBron, <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't need I'm no distractions in Cleveland. In that aspect. Right. But when Sharon Reed had to clap back at little old Kathy Ray and she said, I believe that at that, that was you just now. Because <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> Black women tired. <laughs> and right now, I am physically, mentally, and emotionally tired. And that's fair. Okay, so you going to kick off this next topic? Emma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she had to think about what that topic was. I did. That's I had to give myself a little time. So she said, to, Am I? <laughs> um, so today in the lovely MCC, we just want to welcome y'all to the MCC. So welcome y'all to OU. <laughs> um we had a really good topic today. Um we talked about there were a lot of different mm-hmm. things that we talked about. Um are we specifically talking about the purchase of the team? <laughs> well, when you text me today, it was around that time of when that conversation was going on. So I thought that's what we were talking okay, about. Okay, good. Just want to make but sure I'm, we're on the same I'm, page. Okay, I was going to say, I'm going to let it flow. Okay, cool. So we were talking about how Diddy and... Um, Colin Kaepernick and Jesse Williams were talking about purchasing the Carolina Panthers. A lot of people were really enthused about it. I was not. Um, so <laughs> there was a wait. Mix- can we backtrack for two seconds? Yeah. So because the topic started from somebody sending us a snippet, and I actually had not seen it, but somebody sent I still us haven't a watched a screenshot of. I guess a news anchor in the Bay Area who was pretty much, or two news anchors that were pretty much clowning Diddy for even his interest or publicly displaying his interest in um, purchasing the Carolina Panthers. Which and is they stupid were just really clowning him. And we're just like, right. I'm like, y'all clearly do not know what Diddy has been up to. Like, he is a business mogul. So, but the kicker of it was that one of the news anchors, come to find out, was a black man. He was just shooting him down. And so that was the first thing because that initiated with the fact of that was very problematic for this black man to be shooting him down. One, you don't know. you If you're not up to date on what Diddy is doing, you clearly don't know whether or not he has the capability. But what are you doing purchasing. living under a shoe? Like, I don't get that and some people are but when you when you as it was said in the chat and as it has been said before when you are just skin folk and not kin folk sometimes you are just living under a rock <laughs> so 
But yeah, so it started with that and him clowning him going at the Why I say homeboy like, was living under oh, a shoe? Was, I was supposed to feel it. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I said, what, did you live under a shoe? Bitch, maybe a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I just went with it too. You did. Dang. You're I did. Sport. No, I didn't even notice. I was I didn't think anything of it. But yeah, so that was problematic because he was clowning him, talking about um, I can't take him seriously. He's high right now. He probably just got done drinking a 40 and smoking a blunt. I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. Um, but then the conversation progressed, and I'm going to let Kiana finish. My bad. <laughs> yeah, because I never even addressed that part of the snippet that was sent. I was just so <laughs> un- Kiana wasn't here for it. <laughs> I wasn't here for any of this shit. Like, I, I wasn't. I'm just... I told you I'm tired. So... When um, I actually saw Diddy post about that last night on um, Instagram, he tweeted about it and then posted it on Instagram. And mm-hmm. I think he reposted uh, the reply from Jesse Williams. But I just I had a lot of feelings about it because I I want to challenge you know just like we talked about social media and you know Diddy did use social media as a platform to express that I just wanted him to do better not do better. I want him to do more. Um, I just, I expect a lot from our celebrities and it may be wrong because they're human just like the rest of us, but they also have a platform and a responsibility just like the rest of us. Um, So I just can't stress that enough. We have a responsibility and so do they. They're humans just like everybody else. They just have more resources. And with those resources, I'm not saying that Diddy doesn't give back to the community, but the way that you can create that small consortium of money um, from Jesse Williams, from Colin Kaepernick, from whomever may be interested when niggas hear football, they jump and they throw their money in a fucking pot like it's a strip club. But once you hear that Flint, it still don't have water three or four years later where y'all money at and i'm not and, I, and flint is just used as an example i'm not saying like oh all mm-hmm. celebrities should be giving their money to flint i do think that we do have enough money in the african-american community amongst our celebrities to support flint and fix those issues without the government i believe that but that was just something that was just i, I felt passionately about because flint like one of our mcc members said it's genocide it is literally people are it dying is. and people are living in those harsh conditions in the United States of America where they pay taxes to every day, every day. And you want to buy a fucking football team? Come on now. There's other places that we can invest our money. And I feel like this is all fun and games to buy a football team. It's all fun and games when you want to buy your favorite team on Madden. But like buying a football team will only it's an it's a it's a business deal. It's an investment in yourself. And I don't think there's any, anything wrong with that. But Diddy has a lot of other businesses that are pouring money into his conglomerate. But I'm saying, like, you buying the Panthers will only give you more money. What I understand that you're probably doing, you're, you are doing this because of what ha- happened to Colin Kaepernick. And we don't ever want anybody to experience being blackballed like that. However... Y'all got to start doing philanthropy just to do philanthropy and not make a profit off of it. Like, just because you want to see black people on a football team, like, then we need to start our own fucking league. So, <laughs> like, there's so, just, I just feel a lot of things. I feel a lot of ways about this. So, 
For once, I think, and not that Kiana and I don't disagree, but for once, I think this is like one of the things that there's a difference on for the two of us. Like we agree, but we kind of, we just have a different perspective on it. Um, in this case, and I don't think that you're being literal to Diddy. I think this is, you know, just the, the situation that presented itself. Um, oh, right. This goes um, to all celebrities. Right. And I don't, and like you said, I don't think you're being literal or specific to Flint. Um, with that being said, though, it is Diddy. It is the Carolina Panthers. And my take on it is, why not? Um, one, because... Diddy is a businessman and he's he's merely doing what he does best. And when I saw that he posted something about it, I'm like, it's a good move, it's a good look because um at the end of the day we're talking about access and opening doors and what that looks like for other black people. So instead of just seeing yourself as a player on the trading block, black men in the NFL, you can see and visualize yourself as an owner because that's not being done, a majority owner. And then when Colin Kaepernick actually responded, now did he say he did want to address the Colin Kaepernick issue and, you know, put him in the running. And he didn't even say give him the job. He said merely just put him in the running for the quarterback position so that he could address that. Colin Kaepernick, his response was, I want in on this ownership. Colin is still out here like, I'm trying to fight this good fight too because this is a representation for us. And then we also have to consider the fact that you can do both. You can own a team and still give back because if you owning a team means more income for you and gives you greater ability to give back to Flint, then let's do that. Because we can't forget that Diddy was that whole vote or die movement. (laughs) Okay? Like some of these celebrities, I agree with you in that there are there is more that celebrities could be doing because you have the money and the means to do so. Um, And I don't know every move that they're making. Who's to say that Diddy hasn't? And again, I know that you're not saying this specific to Diddy or Flint. Um, Who? But who's to say that Diddy hasn't already done that? But I do know that there there have been previous situations or previous trending things that have gone on that he in particular and other celebrities that have been a part of where it's like yeah you can go out here and make this money but you are still being about the community too and I feel excuse me because a burp was or a belch whatever it may be was about to come on but I do actually feel like Diddy is one of those people that have been doing it whether it's been publicly or privately like I said you have to remember that vote or die movement that was Diddy like Negroes had shirts because he knew what it meant to meant about your vote. Like, because people weren't out here voting. Like, people weren't out here registered to vote. Like, what, when were we? Um, were you in college? I was in college. I don't know if you were. I can only speak for myself. But I know that I was in college during that time. Maybe I was in high school. Shit, I don't know. Whatever it may be. But that brought awareness to that demographic because that's what Diddy was connected to. That started a trend. Like, I know it was a bunch of Negroes that would not have been voting if Diddy had not said so. So my point is, I agree with you that, yes, we need to be giving back to Flint. Like, what's happening in Flint is a genocide, but we also have to recognize what's happening in Flint isn't just money. It's about policy, too. 
like the the reason some of that stuff happened wasn't because there was lack of money from the community. Like there were policymakers in place who didn't care enough about the minorities there and said, we don't give two craps. I'm trying to do better at cussing <laughs> or not cussing. We don't give two craps about what about what we're giving to you and the water that we're giving to you. Go die because that's what we want you to do. But those are policy makers. Those are decision makers. And we got to put money towards those things. But yes, we can sit here and pass out money all day for bottles of water all day so that people can have water to drink from and people to have water to bathe with. But if those policies aren't changing, it's all for naught. We just going to still be passing out bottles of water. And when are we going to fix that issue? So that's just my point. Like, you can do both. And I, I can't even sit. I don't even know for sure that Diddy isn't doing both. So I think the, the purchasing of a team is a good move. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, I agree. I agreed in the chat about being able to do both. I think you can do both, but we've seen that they don't. <laughs> and I also, the voter die campaign was in 2004. What about when you should have done it with Trump? I'm just saying, like, we got to start holding people accountable. Like, the voter die campaign, I think he did a great job. Like, that was amazing in 2004. It's 2018, though. Like, you still have to continue to be that person. You do, but at the same time, like, I, I also can't continue to, or I can't, yeah, I can't continue to or expect somebody else to come save us. So, yeah, they have money and the access to do it, but that I'm not going to necessarily wait around for them to do it. I don't, I don't think that, but I think that, I don't, I don't think anybody should be waiting around for people to save them. However, I think that as being an African American and knowing the resources that you have and knowing how disenfranchised we are as a community and knowing that we necessarily don't come from those resources, you don't have to save people, but God damn it, you're responsible for this community too. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are. So I don't I don't I don't think Diddy gotta be our savior. I don't think none of them gotta be our savior. But I'm telling you that if I get to a point of that much stardom with that much money, I have a responsibility to my community, not just in two thousand and four. Absolutely, I agree. I just don't think that it stopped for Diddy in particular in two thousand and four. I personally don't. I just feel like he's out there too And maybe much. I should open this up more to just saying Diddy. I, I, this goes across the board. This goes for Beyonce, Jay-Z. This what? goes for Kanye. And this goes, yes, this goes for everybody. Those people have a those people have an amount of money that will not run out in this lifetime. No, I absolutely agree. And you sitting there buying millions of dollars in homes. There's people out here with student loans who just trying to make a decent living. Help them. How in the fuck do y'all expect us to progress when the people who have the resources that we're trying to get won't reach back and help? They're helping in some ways, but I'm telling you, like, this is a multifaceted issue. And so you just donating to kids in Africa ain't going to cut it. No, and you hit the nail on the head that it's a multifaceted issue. And that's why I believe that you can do both. But I also um, agree, like, damn, it was something that you just said. And I was like, yes, Kiana. That's it. Yes, go back. Go back and help them because more I won't say more often than not that they're not that they're doing it. Um, but like this random person here and this random person there, like that's not going to cut it. 
I swear to goodness, over the last maybe six months, at least once a month, I have seen something about Chance the Rapper in the news about, oh, he opened up this new school or he just donated this amount of money to this new school for the arts program or he just did this in partnership with this program. I've seen videos of him being in his community at like town hall meetings like and that and i think that's what you're talking about like it has to be on exactly. a continuous basis and it doesn't always have to be about those dollars you need to represent and show up like you getting these coins exactly. beyonce off of these three four hundred dollar tickets at your concert per head what Come. And since I've thrown so much shade at Diddy, like, I will give, like, I give accolades where they're deserved. Like, there was a situation, I think, that was happening on Delta. Mm-hmm. And it happened to a young lady who he actually knew. And she was writing to um, the CEO. And Diddy had to step in and be like, yo, I know this girl. You need to answer her. <laughs> like, right. this is an issue. Like, and so... That's how you use your platform. That's how you bring attention to people who don't necessarily have the voice that you do. I'm not telling you that your dollars, your whole network need to be, needs to be spent exactly. in the community. Right. But I'm telling you that your power and influence can do so much for people if you can just be just 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 come down off that pedestal and be human. No, and I absolutely agree. And and I think was it yesterday we were having this conversation? Oh, yeah, like, that's why I've just never been, like, all about the hype about most celebrities. You know what I mean? I I think you and I were having that conversation about Gabrielle Union and how I am a fan of hers, but I'm just not into the hype about most celebrities because you are human just like everybody else. So the expectations that I have for myself to give back, I have those same expectations for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, my little old $20 here and there you know, may not be your $100,000, but it's something. Contribute at your level (laughs) is my point, whether that's your time, whether that's your money, whether that's your resources, your access, whether that's your voice. Just like you said with the situation with Delta, like all Diddy had to do was step in because he's Diddy. (laughs) Because his name is Sean P. Diddy Combs. That's it. This girl may not be attracting that much publicity about this issue. Oh, but Diddy will. Diddy will. (laughs) So, but yeah. So that was a topic in the MCC today. (laughs) Shout out to y'all. Really good topic. Y'all probably, I don't even think. um, Y'all probably didn't even know that y'all provided us with that today, but thank you. I'm about to, uh, I'm about to message and made my life a lot easier. (laughs) Right? Because we were like, oh, we need a second topic "Mm, for today. Topic. Mm -hmm. Got it. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. So, Um, yes, those are, what? No, that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say that. Well, that wraps up our two topics for today, y'all. Um, Christmas is coming up, Courtney. We said we were going to do a holiday episode. This ain't it. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I'm mad. She said holidays, this ain't it. Holidays will be gone. New Come Year will be gone. happening. So, yep. happy New Year, y'all. Hope y'all had a really good Christmas. I guess we're not getting off yet. We got a few more things to talk about. What Courtney, are you claiming for 2018? Ow. Oh, claiming it, claiming it, claiming it. I am claiming me for 2018. 
I feel like Kiana's still on this uh, this box a little bit, this little box. But she, I am, I am. <laughs> she said, I got one foot off and one foot off, and I don't know what to do. Anyway, it's okay. Let um, it off. This is the space, you know? I'm claiming me for 2018. I feel like we invest our time in so many things, people, relationships, um, work. There's just so many things we give ourselves to so freely and so willingly. And I just wonder what it will be like to give me to me like that. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm claiming me 2018 and whatever goes that I want to do instead of, I want to give myself that much attention, that much love, that much grace, um, and forgiveness as I go through this next year. Okay. What about you? I'm claiming it was funny because I actually thought about this maybe I don't want to say earlier this week, but it's only Tuesday. <laughs> maybe last week, but like 2018 is already off to a great start for me and it's not even here yet. Um at the time of recording. But so I'm claiming continued success. I feel like things are going to start off on the right foot for me. And I am just claiming that that will continue to be maintained throughout 2018. Um, I have like a couple of, you know, just in terms of like my board involvement, just me growing professionally, some things that I've been wanting to do personally. Like I have a list of 35 things that I want to do before 35. Y'all need to know how old I actually am. Um, And so some of those things are getting knocked off the list. And so I'm excited for that. I think 2018 is going to be a really good, prosperous year i'm gonna be honest i'm claiming relationships like a significant other in 2018 i'm gonna go ahead and do yes. that i'm gonna go ahead and do yes. that um <laughs> now if it don't happen <laughs> glory be to god but whatever <laughs> but i'm claiming like good healthy relationships with significant with a significant other amongst my friends, like as we all continue to grow and progress in our fields and just in our lives, personally, financially, spiritually, mentally, um, I just want those to be on a next level type of high. Um, and I just know like a lot of good things are happening for people around me as well. So I'm excited to see them flourish and just kind of be there um, in the background and cheering them on and you know you gotta clap when they win so supporting the team too Amen. Um, so yeah that's what's happening in 2018 for me what else we got okay um, tips who your tip <sighs> dang who did I say my tip was for this week didn't I say I thought about it do you have yours <laughs> yeah I got one okay go ahead I'm gonna go ahead and give our homeboy a shout out because he said that we could, which means oh, I'm gonna go no. ahead and give him a tip. No, I'm gonna do so, that. <laughs> I am giving my tip this week to our homeboy Kenji. Um, <laughs> That's who my tip he was. was. Was it really? It really was. I was like, I can't remember. That but just go really ahead. came fresh off the dome for me. Go um, ahead. <laughs> you shout it, Kenji. Shut up. <laughs> we just want to say what's up. I'm going to give you... You be... You know, some days. Jesus. Uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and give you a 18% tip. Just because you call me. <laughs> and because you be on trash. But I love you regardless. And uh, shout out to you. Big things in store for Kenji. So, my tip this week goes out to our homie Kenji. 
Thanks for listening. Um, okay. I think... Yeah, I can't think of another tip because that really was my tip. I was going to shout him out because, um, like you said, he said we could. He had texts and was just like, I don't have to be anonymous. Put me on there. Right. Oh. He do not care. He actually did say what to call him by, and so we're just going to have to use that going forward. <laughs> we weren't supposed to call oh, him by his name. alias. We weren't supposed to call him by his name. I mean, it's fine. I'm sure he doesn't care, but moving forward. I didn't know he had another name. Moving forward, um, we'll respect that. Um, <laughs> See what happens with your notion about your friend. <laughs> I really want to like, really call him. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. My tip is going to be for Japtacular, and he just already knows <laughs> what it is, who it is, and what that means. We've been rocking since 5 in the morning, but um, shout out to him. I can't wait to see what things um, he has in store for uh, 2018 as well. I'm gonna give him a 20% tip. So, Dad, she trying to show Courtney got more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> now I think we just go back. That's all. We just go back a little bit. So, but that's that's it. That's it. You had any brunch spots this week? Nope. Okay. I'm about to listen. 2018. I'm coming for. Um, I'm coming from the. I'm coming for this slim waist. So I mean, I still be brunching, y'all. But <laughs> Mama got goals. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, y'all send us some brunch spots. Columbus, Nashville, yes, so Cleveland. Cool. Send us some Atlanta. brunch spots. Especially Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta all the time, y'all. So send me some brunch spots in Atlanta. I ain't going to Memphis or nothing like that. So yeah, just Atlanta. Cincinnati, like wherever yeah, it is, send it, send it to us because we like to travel. So we might not be there right now, but when we go, I want to know the good brunch spots to go to because I I enjoy food. So send us your brunch Ooh, spots. You know what I think will be fun? What's that? You know how every year at the top of the year we always talk about our trips for the year? We should do uh, it on the podcast. We should. <laughs> My list is going to be slim this year, but yes, continue on. Oh, that's what your idea was? We're going to do that on the podcast? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, on Sorry, that note. I, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. My it's okay. It's no, right. yes, it's we are going to do bridge. that at the... Um, that's a good idea. I like that. We're going to talk about our trips for the year do you have a lot don't go yeah. over them right now okay i couldn't remember um, no i don't have a lot i have a few i got less than last year i ain't trying to top my trips from this year how many trips you take this year i was just about to say how many trips did you take this year and where did you go um i took, I took <laughs> you said that's what i took 13 you took 13 but you travel a lot for work and I'm not doing that next year. <laughs> I'm not. You already have one plan. We won't go into that. Um, I Three. took... See, you petty. <laughs> you are so petty. <laughs> um, I did not take 13. I think I took three. They were all like... Lie. Where else did I go? I went to D.C., I went to L.A., I went to St. Croix, the Virgin Islands. Shout out to the home team and the family there. Um, and yes, I'm claiming that as my family. Um, 
Where else did I go? Am I missing something? You don't live in Cleveland. You don't live in Nashville. Oh, shoot. I went to Nashville. You're right. I went. To, I mean, I guess I kind of wasn't counting like Cincinnati and Cleveland, but... You paid for them. They still trip. You sure? I sure did. You are right about that. Um, but yeah, my big my big trips were D.C., L.A., and St. Lucia. Like, my summer from... May to July, August was pretty lit. It was it was a yeah. good time. Um, it was. What were some of your like highlight trips? We don't need all thirteen. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, probably a few, just a few, maybe like four. San Francisco was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I saw Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, L.A. was spectacular because we all met up to celebrate Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, two more that were my absolute favorites. Going to Ooh. Butler, Ohio to go to the music festival, the, um... Oh, my goodness, What yes. festival was that? The EST Fest. Yes. The EST Fest. That shit was crazy. Yes. I've never been to a music festival before in my life. That was so You worth- didn't go to any of that? I mean, it's OU, but you didn't go to any of the ones at OU? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, continue. Nope. <laughs> So that was my first, and that was fun. And then lastly, my trip to Puerto Rico was absolutely amazing, even though mm-hmm. I almost got stuck in that hurricane. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. We ended up going to St. Croix like a couple months before the you hurricane. You got like 10 so seconds. It was, like, it was perfect. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed because this mine is about to put me out. Good day, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed episode 10 of bitches love Merry brunch. Christmas Happy New Year's we ain't buying gifts bye I hope y'all have some pixie and black eyed peas <laughs> uh, bye <laughs>